get ready for the Dare to be Free podcast that brings you the challenge to be free from the fears, traumas, and limited mindsets that keep us in bondage spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. On this show, Tina Russell will feature other guests to help encourage you to be free no matter where you are right now. Join us and leave behind everything that is holding you back and walk into God's purpose and plan for your life. Mark 8.32 says, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Are you ready? Let's go! Well, so, such an honor to worship the Lord today and literally just be invited into His presence and to sit at His table. You know, and to partake and eat of the children's bread. You know, as born-again believers, we are sons and daughters of the Most High God. We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. Now, this world may really pounce on us sometimes or make us feel, the devil does, and uses circumstances, people, you know, situations in our life to make us feel that we're not worthy to sit at that table. We're not worthy to receive his grace. We're not worthy to receive his mercy. We're not worthy to, you know, uh, go to the next level in life or progress in our life or, you know, do the things that we desire to do or or literally live the, the life that God has, you know, called us to. But today I want to break down some walls, you know, that um, may be blocking you from, you know, literally practicing living by the Holy Spirit because it is a truth it's a spiritual truth in heaven when your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life that you are a son and the daughter of the Most High God but to live it out here on earth is always going to be a battle every day and I want to establish that I want to say that it is literally going to be a battle every day but the more that we submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit the more that we submit ourselves to the living word of God is when our spirit man begins to get stronger than our flesh, begins to get stronger than those things that pull us away from God, um, whether it be a thought, word, deed, relationship, habit, no matter what it is, but sometimes that can be overwhelming, can it? Yeah, for sure. When someone says, have you given your life to the Lord? And you're you're witnessing to someone that may never have heard the gospel or uh, literally just like that seems too much, right? Yeah. But surrendering your life to the Lord, even though it may seem overwhelming, frightening, (laughs) perhaps, you know, to the point where you just talk yourself right on out of it because you just got to control your life because you've been hurt. You're afraid. You don't understand. A lack of understanding. You know, the Bible says that we perish because of a lack of understanding. And we kind of know about Jesus from a distance. Mm. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Well, there was thousands of people that knew Jesus from a distance. When Mm. Jesus was walking the earth. Are you hearing me? Yeah. There was multitudes that followed him from town to town that knew him from a distance. I I bet there was some that never even met him and literally met him personally because there was thousands. We don't think of it like that. But reality is, like 
literally just reality on a normal scale, everyday life, even of the largest ministries that you can even think of here today, has Joyce Meyer met every single person? Mm -hmm. T.D. Jakes or whoever, you know what I'm saying? No. On a practical level, they may not have met him, but they knew him from a distance, but, and they also seen though, at the work of his hand, that it was divine, that it was of God, that he was the son of God. They recognized him as such. They respected the authority that he had. Come on. Mm. And they continued to follow him. They followed truth. Amen? Amen. And, but the reality is, as I am sure, that even though they followed him, even though they had a desire to follow him, even though they knew he was speaking the truth, there were things that were holding them back. There were things in their flesh that caused them to, you know, to literally just want to hold on to their own. Come on. Yeah. But because the reality is in 1 Peter 2 and 9, it says that you are chosen, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. That's who God says we are when we're born again believers and when we're seeking to follow him. And he says he, we are his own special people. That you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. See, God calls us, he calls every single one of us, you know, uh, to come to the light. And there's another scripture that, that, that clearly says that, you know, that the darkness and the light don't mix. They hate one another. Yeah. The devil does not want you to hear the word of God. He knows how powerful it is. He knows that if you hear the word of God, you just might literally have that hope that turns to faith and that want to instead of I don't want to. You know, it changes from I don't want to to I want to live by the spirit of God because I want to be in fellowship with God. I want to know him like that. I don't want to know him from a distance. I don't want to know just about him. I don't want to see miracles for, you know, that can happen to other people and, and but they can't happen for me. I want I want to know you like that. I want to experience that. Well, the way that we experience that is literally of understanding as the verse continues on it says, you know, it says who once were not a people you, or I'm sorry, who call who were called who were called you out of darkness into his marvelous light who once were not a people but are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy Amen. you see that's what Jesus was showing when he was the word that became a man come on yeah. dwelt among us walked in the flesh and he was showing that every single person has the opportunity to receive mercy but understanding that we've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the marvelous light is a spiritual truth but we need to apply that truth we need to you know practice living by the holy spirit so it can become a reality in our life amen amen, amen. so it becomes a reality that the only person that can do that is you and i individually choosing that you know by practicing literally just like anybody who who golfs or plays football or any kind of sport they have to practice right they have to practice they have to practice and practice and practice they have to literally beat their body into submission as paul says and literally say okay in order for me to live for christ in order for me to see the promises of god you know in my life i've got to start somewhere and that's what i want to talk about 
Because even though it can seem overwhelming to surrender your life to Jesus, the reality is, no, it's harder to straddle on both sides <laughs> of the fence, per se. One side in the world and one side in, you know, for the Lord. One side in the light and one side in the dark. Come on, double-minded man. Come on, double-minded woman. Double-minded person. Come on. And the reality is, is that when we say, you know what, God, living before you in this world, it is hard. It is, it is rough. But nonetheless, I choose you. I choose to hold on to the truth that you said in your word that, that I can have my mind renewed in the areas of my life. And when we choose to do that, that's when we begin to experience Christ, not from a distance. That's when we begin to experience Christ for ourselves in a personal way. We begin to personalize the word of God in our own life. And it does create an intimacy with him that the devil does not want you to have. He does not want you to experience the marvelous light. Now, the enemy cannot do anything about the seed that was sown in you when you gave your heart to the Lord. He can't do nothing, meaning he's in there. Christ will never leave you, never forsake you. Amen? Amen. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Amen? But to call him the Lord of your life and to literally say that Jesus is, you know, the Lord of my life is by practicing living in the spirit. Yeah. And the only way is to literally start some area of your life to practice living in the spirit. If you get overwhelmed, just stick to one area and say, this is the area. God, I'm giving it to you. I know it's rough. I don't know how I'm going to do it. But God, if I don't do it with you, I know that I'm not going to be free. I know I'm not going to be delivered. Yeah. Come on. Amen. You got to cry out to the Lord. You got to cry out to him and say, God, my eyes are fixed on you. My heart is fixed on you. Come on, to be steadfast, immovable. I, I know that I can't deliver myself. There is no such thing as self-deliverance. Yeah. Hello? There is no such thing as self-deliverance. And that's why the enemy wants to keep you away from the source of the word of God and, and literally say, okay, let's go drink over here in these empty wells. Let's go drink ourselves, you know, to death. Let's go, uh, you know, drown ourselves in sorrows and depression and sit in a room. Come on. I struggled with that so many years of my life. Yeah. You know, and the darkness just seems to just envelop everything, everything about me. Come on. But I could remember the dreams and what God has said over my life and things like that. But it seems such a distance, such, so far in the distance, you know. Yeah. Or if, uh, you know, I felt the hope come to life again and then you know I'm, I'm doing good for five days seven days and you know I'm like yeah Jesus got me and you know how you have those moments yeah yeah when you're like you know what I think I've overcome this you know yeah, exactly. I think I overcome that mentality of you know I can't do it because you realize you feel him in you you know or I overcome that mentality of you know there's uh, uh, no hope mm -hmm. I overcame it I, today I feel hope today I, I can see myself you know free yeah you know i remember when you said that to me one time and you said i was struggling with you know uh quitting smoking years ago after i got saved and dad said well you you have to see yourself free and i thought well i don't see myself free hmm. i don't see myself free at all yeah you know and the other thing is my flesh like to smoke yeah. i like to smoke <laughs> so that's just my will doesn't want to line up with that but yet my spirit did mm -hmm. and also because i knew that it's not good for me mm -hmm. come on yeah. so the reality is is how do we 
shift from living by the Holy Spirit when we're so used to living by our flesh. Yeah. We could be born again, but literally living by our flesh instead of our spirit. And so the only way that we can do that is literally to choose to lay down our flesh, lay down our own, you know, uh, wrong mindsets and begin to, to really come to God and say, God, I know that, you know what, this, this is wrong. It's wrong because you love me so much. My body is the temple of the Lord, you know? Uh, Lord, it's, you don't want me thinking negatively. Or, God, you don't want me thinking fearfully. Or whatever it may be, your struggle. Yeah. God, you don't want me thinking of myself as low as I am. Right. You know? Yeah. Come on. He doesn't want yeah. us in spiritual, emotional uh, bondages. Uh, and I'm going to say it, you know, sexual bondages as well. That is, you know, literally not of the Lord. You know, uh, they're not covenant relationships because why? God has a covenant with us. Now, isn't that a beautiful thing that God made a covenant with us before the foundations of the world that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, made a covenant to be married to us that no matter what we did in life, no matter how far we went, no matter how many times we turned our back on him, no matter how many times we held offenses against him or against other people, didn't walk out his word, knew his word, I don't care what the situation was in our life or, or sat in sorrow, sat in depression, uh, you know, got, you know, uh, cold-hearted because the, that's what darkness does. Mm -hmm. It makes you cold-hearted. It makes you where you're just isolated in, the, in, 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 in literally a pain that seems like it can, you know, you just can't come undone. Well, the devil is a liar. Amen? Yeah. Amen. The devil is a liar. That's right. And so um, I want to turn to Isaiah 55. Actually, 55 and 8. I'm going to start at. Because this is what God says. And this is what I love. The Holy Spirit says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. So you know all those depressive thoughts? Love. You know all those fearful thoughts? Yeah. You know all those rejection thoughts? Yes. You know all those unloving thoughts? Yes. Yeah. You know all of those I can't do it thoughts? Mm -hmm. You know all those thoughts of I should have this, I should have that thoughts? Mm -hmm. The regret thoughts? There's no way out thoughts? Nothing's ever going to change thoughts? Mm -hmm. Let's just put them underneath our feet right here today mm -hmm. in Jesus' name. Yes. Because you're seated in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen? And we can choose... The more that we say it out of our mouth, the more that we practice living by the Spirit, the more that we take those thoughts captive and say, no, those thoughts are underneath my feet in Jesus' name. Because in Isaiah 55 and 8, it says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Amen. Nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. Now, we're sitting outside right now enjoying the beautiful weather and as i look at the sky like wow that's how far we are <laughs> from god's thoughts towards us wow. now why would we not want to discover his thoughts towards us because if it's Good. up there Good. in the glory hello yeah then i want to know what you're thinking yeah. about me right now. Yeah. 
Because I know, according to your word, your thoughts, God. If you said that I've been reconciled back to you through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So there is no gap in my relationship with you. When I cry out to you, when I ask for your help, and I can discover your thoughts towards me. They're not condemning. They're not, I told you so. Right. They're not, you shoulda, coulda, woulda. But it's all been justified by the blood of the Lamb. Every curse was put upon Jesus Christ. He redeemed us from every curse. So these thoughts that literally continue on in our minds, maybe, maybe you're struggling with depression, addiction, maybe you're struggling with, you know, just, I mean, just feeling hopelessness, maybe you're struggling with the same cycles, same patterns, whatever it may be in your life. The reality is, is God says that those thoughts are not his thoughts. And when you can recognize the voice of the enemy, instead of making those voices so strong in your life that you keep walking Mine. them out, you're just literally walking Mine. them out. You're not living by the Holy Spirit. You're walking That's out right. that voice of the enemy. Right. And it just keeps happening over and over because you're walking out the voice of the enemy and you're rehearsing the past. You're rehearsing the same cycles. You're rehearsing I can't. You're rehearsing, you know, what the enemy has right. for you. But right. God says... For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as high, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Now check this out. A lot of people know this verse, but I, lo I love this. Verse 10 says, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there. Now just think about that for a minute when the word became flesh and when the word goes out just as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven can the rain go back up to heaven can the snow go back up to heaven no that's what the lord is stating but what does it do it waters the earth and makes it bring forth and bud and make it bring forth and and bud and make it bring forth and bud and make it bring forth and, and but the word of God is so powerful that when we speak to ourselves and we say no 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 I'm not going to sit in the bed of depression no 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 I'm not going to be sick no 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 I'm not going to have that addiction no 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 I'm not going to walk in rejection today I'm going to walk in the acceptance of the Lord Jesus Christ no 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 I'm not going to walk by a spirit that's controlling me to self-destruct and self-sabotage no 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 because my thoughts God's thoughts towards me come on are higher than these thoughts that are coming against me and God says that when I agree with him when I sit with him and I let him counsel me and I hear what he says and I choose to speak it out of my own mouth it's going to right. bring forth and, and bud. bud it's gonna bring forth and bud yes. it's gonna bring forth and bud I said come on now oh, I'm getting in my preaching mode now it's going to bring forth and bud yeah it's gonna bud something in your heart yeah. it's gonna bud something in your mind now listen, we understand that the devil comes to steal that word right there, that hope right, right there. Right. And you're like, oh yeah, I want to believe that. And, you, and then, oh, oh wait, no, it's too good to be true, you know. Too good to be true. I messed up too much. No, you got to hold that. Hmm. And you got to fight that word. Hmm. Fight for that word to remain. You got you got to fight. You got It's not that it doesn't exist. It's not that it's already hasn't been done in heaven. It's that you got to stand your ground. Yeah. You know, we got a law here in Florida, stand your ground. 
Come on. If something took place, right? You got to stand your ground. Mm -hmm. You've got to choose to stand your ground. It said, no, no, no. God's word was already sent out over me. I'm a royal priesthood, a holy, a, a holy nation. And literally say, no, that's who God says about me. God's not looking at my sin. God's not looking at my mistake. God's not even looking at my lifestyle of something of why you can't come to him. Come on. Hello. Amen. That's right. Because he says that you can come into the house of the Lord. You can come to him yes. no matter when. And he's always been there. We see what it is, is our thoughts get us in trouble. Mm -hmm. Devil done did his job. What's his job? Steal, kill, and destroy? Mm -hmm. He'll do whatever he can to make you think you can't come to God. To make you think, shut up, don't, don't say nothing about God. Yeah. Look at what you did. How right. dare you? How dare you speak the word? How dare you pray to God? How come dare on. you ask yeah. for mercy? Yeah. How dare you ask for grace? How dare yeah. you quote the word? Come on, somebody. But God says, but I'm telling you, for as the rain comes down when and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth in bud yeah. that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Come on, somebody. I'm, I, I'm giving out seed to that today. Come on. Yeah. And it says, and giving out the seed to the sower and bread to the good. eater. Come on. It's good. And that's what I love is the fact that it's going to bud something, but not only is it going to bud something in my own life, but because of my own life and, and seeing the progress in my own life, it's gonna it's literally gonna birth forth seeds to give out to others come uh, on somebody amen. hmm yeah amen. and that's exactly what god's word does that's right now and and here it even says now there's gonna be some around you they're gonna eat that bread to the eater they're just gonna listen they're gonna eat hello they're gonna listen and they're just gonna eat but god's saying but i want to call you to a prosperous life where you're not just an eater but you're somebody who's a sower. You're somebody that has literally heard my word, spent time with me, you know, and grew that intimacy with me that you yeah. know that when the voices of the enemy come like right. that, that's yeah. not my voice. You know my thoughts yep. towards you. You're wow. gonna stand your ground, come on, and you're gonna speak the word of God. And when you speak the word of God, it's gonna bring forth and bud whatever you need it to do. That's it's right. gonna prosper and do what it says yeah. it will do. Amen. And verse 11, it says, so shall my word that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return void Amen. to me void. That's right. Now who, and I love that. It shall not return to Jesus Christ That's void. Right. In other words, he ain't going to say, I'm sorry, I didn't say that. Come on. He's not going to manipulate. That's right. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's good. Oh, come on, listen. That didn't happen. Come on. Well, look at you. That's a manipulative voice. That's right. Are you hearing me? That's Satan himself. Yep. But God says, when you speak his word, it will never return void. Amen. But it's always, it shall accomplish what I please, and yes. it shall prosper in the thing for yes. which I sent it. Amen. God gave us his word yes. for us to speak out of our mouth to do something. Yes. To do something in our hearts. 
to do something yes. in our minds, to do something in our bodies, to do something in the earth. Yes. Come on, to do something in our relationships, to set people free. Yes. But guess what? How can we set people free if we ain't free ourselves? Amen. If we don't know the Amen. thoughts of God towards ourselves, if we right. don't know who we are ourselves. Come on, somebody. Yes. Uh, it, it, God, God says that in his word, it continues on. It says, for you should go out with joy and be led out with peace. You see, God's word always brings peace. Yes, yes. You ever been in relationships, whether it be business or personal or friendships or whatever, and you're like, hey, but I'm only speaking back what you just told me. And they're like, oh, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, that didn't happen. <laughs> what are you talking about? Act like it's new. Uh, that's not God. It's not and that's why I think sometimes we get shut down and we like, there is no hope because I can't trust you, meaning people who we see on earth, and then the devil twists that to make us feel like we can't trust God. Yeah, that's right. And then we shut our mouths because that's what darkness does. Right. Darkness makes us shut our mouths. Darkness makes us disbelieve God. Right. Come on. You Give see, up. disbelief, listen, yeah. it will lead to unbelief. And when you have unbelief, you have a hard heart. And that's why the devil doesn't want you around the word. That's why the devil doesn't want you around the company of people in the word in the house of God. That's why the devil doesn't want you to join in prayer. That's why the devil doesn't want you to receive, right. hey, God loves you. Come on. Come on. He doesn't want you to receive it because he understands that, that when you don't receive these things, come on, that your heart will continue to get hard so he can have his will done in the earth instead of what God has already said about his thoughts towards you that are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. There's literally, the word says that there's walls in heaven. Literally walls. There's all kinds of things that God has spoken over each and every one of us. He has, he has us tattooed on his hand. Yes. He's always thinking about us every single day. Yes. But the thoughts that are in our mind get us in trouble to cause us to think the way the enemy wants us to keep us. Right in which is bondage yes. come on yes. but i declare and decree that the spirit of bondage be broken off from you in the name of jesus christ come on and we are going to continue in make a commitment to yourself to consider god's thoughts his word in your life laying down i think because i'm telling you what that i think Sometimes is the devil. Demons have personalities. I said demons have personalities. The Bible is very clear when you cast out an unclean spirit. When you it says what? It says I will come back. I will come back. Yeah. See if that house is clean. With my friends. With my friends, seven times over. And I, I, I. That's why, you know, pay attention to I. And they're telling me like, well, I, mm, wait, a minute. wait a minute. Who is that? Is that a voice of rejection? Is that a voice of fear? Is that a voice of condemnation? Is that a voice of manipulation? Is that a voice of anger? You know, right. come on. That is, you know, not, I'm talking, you know, when the enemy wants to just overtake you anger, yeah. not the just anger. Come on, of certain right. situations. Right. Come on. So casting out every unclean spirit in Jesus' name, we have to be aware that we have to fill our minds up 
we have to fill our minds up. We have to fill our minds up with the Word of God. Yes. We can't just go into this battle and thinking that we can just have these spiritual applications casting out the enemy, giving him all the glory of, oh, it's just a demon and not renew our minds or, you know, literally live out the, the, the word of God, living by the spirit of God. All of these things are important and renewing our mind in Christ. Amen? Amen. So when the enemy does come back around with those voices, or maybe the feelings of betrayal or the pain of rejection or the fear of failure or the fear of the unknown whatever it may be you know don't overlook God's word and don't overlook doing his way come on that's what gets us in trouble yeah. but speak God's word into our hearts speak it into our lives speak it over your children speak it over your spouses yes. speak it over your situations because God says that just as like the rain and the snow from heaven, come on, comes down, it's not going to return void, but it's going to bud. Hallelujah. Amen. It's going to bud. It's going yeah. to bud. It's going to bud. I declare and decree here today that, you know, as we are entering the springtime, it's coming around the corner. Come on. But things are budding on your behalf. Amen. There's seed all around. Come on, and may this seed, may this word go on soft ground. And, and if there's hard ground, that God would literally go in, that the word of God yeah. would be so powerful and just literally like a jackhammer and just bust up that concrete yeah. heart in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. And that, that seed will, will literally germinate on, on soft ground and begin to grow up into bud. But in and but into from hope turning into faith. Come on, faith turning into action. Come on, somebody, and that action literally turning into perseverance. Come on, and being steadfast, fixed, immovable for Christ, and others coming and drawing from you. Come on, because of the fellowship that you've had with your Father in heaven, yes. because of the fellowship of of meditating on His thoughts. Yes. You see, we've got to let go of our own way. We've got to let go of going to the wrong sources trying to get yes. a need that God has already provided Amen. for us Amen. his word Amen. we are complete in Christ you're complete Amen. you don't need anybody else's approval you don't Amen. need anyone else to you know to be significant you are significant in Jesus Amen. you're his sons you're his daughters come on yes. of the most high God I said you're his sons and you're his daughters of the most yes. high God Come on. God says that, that he's loved you. You've been bought with a price. The price, the blood-bought price. Your body, your mind, everything about you has been bought. There was one who will only sacrifice 100% for you and already did. His name is Jesus. Amen. And he loves us so much that he wants to spend time with you. He wants you to hear him. He's not a God that ignores you. He's not a God that says, I don't have time for you. He's not a God that says, you know what, uh, you've gone too far. No, it's the very opposite. <laughs> it's the very opposite. And Christ made it very clear on earth that he'll leave the 99 to go after the one. He will leave the 99 to go after the one. Come on. I don't know about you, but I've been the prodigal many times over. Hello. And God loves it. When we finally say enough is enough. Now it may seem, the first day may seem really hard. Come on, to break away. Come on, from those thoughts. 
Maybe you need to break away from relationships or break away from environments or whatever it may be so that you can try to get your mind back. Come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. You've got to get your mind back in that place, mm -hmm. in that place. Come on, centered on Christ. Amen? Amen. So I want to encourage you with this uh, scripture um, in Ephesians uh, 3.17 as I close. And I love Ephesians as well because mm -hmm. it's just, it's, gosh, Ephesians is really good. Mm -hmm. A lot of good instructions, you know, living out, how to live out by the Spirit of God. Amen. But this is that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. In love. Whose love? His love. Not the love of the world. Not the love of even your spouse. Not the love of how people love you or maybe admire you. Not in what you have. Not in what you don't have. Not in thinking that someone's got to love you to be loved. Rejection is a nasty spirit mm -hmm. that has sowed in the hearts of each and every one of us since the time we were born or as children or somewhere along the way. Yeah. It affects every single one of us. But God says to how do we, how, how do we do this? How do we allow his love to be rooted and grounded in us? It's in that inner man. It's in that inner man. We've got to get strength in our inner man for the love of God to be rooted in us. Yeah. It is not through people. Now people help. Come on. Yeah. You know, they help when they come alongside you when you're down and out. It helps when someone encourages you or prays for you. You hope so, but I don't know about you, but I've had times my heart my heart was so hard, it didn't matter what anybody said to me. Yeah. It was not getting through. Right. Come on, I'm just being real. Right. It's the Spirit of God that breaks the heart yeah. wide open. So I declare and decree that you will meditate on the scriptures and be like, you know, even though your heart your heart may be hard, you know, because there, there was a season in my life, you know, um, a few years ago, it was so hard it, that even when I read the scripture, the scriptures didn't, they didn't resonate with me the way that they used to. It didn't, it didn't seem as effective. Come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. Come on. That's due to a hard heart and a hard heart cannot receive. Come on. A hard heart cannot comprehend the things of the spirit. But when your heart is open, that's when you can begin to hear the voice of God and, and literally begin to renew your mind as the word goes on to say in Ephesians um, 4 and 23. And I love this. Actually, I'm going to back up to 17 through 23, and I'm going to close with the scripture. Pray these scriptures over your heart and over your mind and speak it out loud. Don't, don't just read it. Speak it out and declare it. In the hardest times, in the battles where you just you want to just go off. You're just, you're just yeah. so angry or you're just so hurt. Yes. You know, because it says, this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. You see, sometimes things don't work out because you're in the wrong company. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to be walking along with the world. You're a born again believer, mm -hmm. but yet you're living out in the world or you're living out trying to do your own way because the eye gets involved. Come on, somebody. Right. I know I have done it. Yeah. And it says having their see, having their understanding darkened. You see, the world's understanding is darkened right. from God mm -hmm. and you're trying to say something to somebody who has a darkened mind they cannot receive it it's right. a spiritual truth this is being alienated from the life of God 
See, when we were in the world and we didn't want to live or know anything about Christ, we didn't even want to follow him from a distance. Come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. I didn't, when I, when I was younger, my grandma would come over and preach the gospel. And I was like, grandma's there. I ain't going there. I'm going out tonight. I don't want to come near the light. Mm -hmm. I want to stay in the dark. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not really I. Come on. Come on. It's not I. Come on. But the enemy had me captive. Right. Had me captive. And our will is God will never, you know, go beyond our will. He will never make us do anything. He's not going to do that. So we have to choose to let go. We have to choose to understand that if we want to live a life of the Spirit, we've got to stop certain things of the flesh. We've got to make the hard decisions. We've got to say, I can't be around you right now. I'm in a place where i got to get myself together. Come on. And when God, you know, revealed that to me, I had to make those tough choices, you know. But you see, when I did, that's when all of a sudden I started seeing what God was saying about me. I started feeling his love for me, literally feeling, you know, because there was a time I couldn't feel nothing but anger, pain, depression, sadness. Come on. Because I was living a life alienated from God. I knew him from a distance, but I didn't know him like that. Come on. But it says, because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all in cleanliness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you've heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you, in other words, responsibility, put off concerning your former conduct conduct is so vital mm. you have to put off your former conduct to get to know him yeah. to get to know his thoughts come on get get to know his ways it says the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man in other words responsibility again mm -hmm. which was created according to God and I want to add that's fully available in true righteousness and holiness. Come on. So here in close, we find that the flesh will always be growing in corruption. Yeah. It's always going to grow in corruption. I don't know about you, but there's there was a season in my life where, you know, that I just let some things grow. Things that were growing, 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 growing. Um, forgiveness was growing, bitterness was growing, anger was growing, come on. The conduct thereof with it was growing, the fruit of it was growing, come on. Yeah. Hello, I'm being real. Mm -hmm. And there comes a point where you say, you know what? That is getting so strong and then you feel in trouble and you feel like there's no way out. There's no deliverance. You're too far gone. And that's what the devil wants you to believe, but the devil is a liar. You can live and walk by the Spirit of God. Yes. Amen? Amen. But you've got to come to God and you've got to say, Lord, I, I don't want to be taken over by these past feelings. Lord, I, I understand that, you know, my flesh is too strong. That's why I kept saying to God, God, my flesh is too strong. My feelings are too strong right now. The only way that I am not going to, come on, literally get enraged right yeah. at this point yeah. is only through you. The only way that I am not going to do things that harm myself is only through you. Come on, somebody. And as we choose to submit to God like that, yes. our spirit man will be stronger 
than our flesh, stronger than the tendencies, stronger than reacting instead of responding. Come on, somebody. Are you hearing me? Yes. Come on. So these are the ways how we can practice living by the Spirit of God. But we have to come to that place of repentance and understanding that is essential. Mm -hmm. That is essential. Mm -hmm. And letting go of the reasons and the desires and the needs that we think we need. Because those things that we think we need, we don't need them. We don't need them. If, you th if you're holding something up so valuable and it's getting you in trouble mm -hmm. and causing you to, you know, veer off, come on, from God, automatically, that's not God. You just got to be, that's not God. I've got to guard my heart my mind in Christ Jesus so your conscience can be clean and you can feel peace again. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that. And I declare and decree that God is going to give you strength in Jesus' name to walk by the Spirit of God and not your flesh. And even though it's going to be a battle, mm -hmm. get on your knees, keep getting on your knees, and keep crying out to God. Keep reading those scriptures in Ephesians. Come on. Declaring in an Isaiah 55. Come on. And declaring, but God, you said these are your thoughts towards me. And the more that you speak it, the more that you speak it, I'm telling you, the more that you envision yourself, and even though your feelings do not line up, one day they will line up. One day you're going to feel that love from the Father again. One day you're going to feel that, you know, hey, I know who I am again. You're going to come back into yourself in Jesus' name. You're going to come back into knowing who you are, who you really are in Christ. And maybe you've never known who you are. You know, come on, in Christ at all. I declare and decree that you're going to have a supernatural experience in Jesus' name this week. Amen? Amen. Thank you for listening to the Dare to Be Free podcast. We hope you were empowered to step out into freedom and encouraged by His living and active Word. If you were blessed by this podcast, feel free to share with everyone you know so they too can be blessed and have the courage to dare to be free. If you feel led to make a donation to help us broadcast our ministry to more listeners, visit our website at daretobefree.org slash donate. That's dare, number two, letter B, free.org slash donate. So you can follow instructions on ways to give. We believe and stand on his promises to produce some 30, 60, or 100 fold in your finances. His word never returns void, but will accomplish what it's sent out to do for you. To contact us, visit our website at daretobefree.org. That's dare, number two, letter B, free.org. Or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at daretobefreeofficial. We are all about discovering who you are in Christ, learning how to walk out of traumatic experiences, and leaving the past behind to walk into God's purpose and plan for your life.